Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. I want to welcome you to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today we have Inessa Pona Mario Vila. And I know that I've said that wrong. So um, what I'm going to suggest on this occasion, Inessa, is, is for you to actually introduce yourself and people can all laugh at my unfortunate mispronunciation of your name. Uh, thank you so much for having me here today. And uh, you're absolutely right. The last name is one of the kind. I have a hard time myself. Just every time somebody asks me to pronounce, it's like, oh, no. So Pono Mario Vaita, it's the, that's the right way of saying it. And you almost did it. So good job. I'm going to try again. Pono Mario Vaita. Yeah, you got it. Just like okay. Lithuania. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, um, Inessa, you are the CEO at Nessa's Hemp. LLC. So I'm really looking forward to kind of having this discussion with you today because I'm always impressed when, uh, especially somebody who, you know, has started with humble beginnings, has transitioned, lives in like in a different country from where they they grew up and then have created something that obviously has become uh, very uh, welcomed within the industry, but also, you know, there is that sense of it being very pioneering and uh, I really want to kind of understand some of that journey as well. So my first question today, Inessa, is, you know, what is Nessus Hemp and how does it actually work? It's a really good question. I don't think it's going to be enough of time to explain the details, but I'll share like uh, the main picture of Nessus Hemp. Um, I really did a major investigation on the industry and when I realized that CBD is actually a drug and it's not even coming directly from the plant, that was the moment where I had to do something about this industry. And um, by consulting myself with world leaders in the cannabis space, a Nobel Prize winner doctors and scientists in Harvard, I actually realized I'm not in this discovery by myself. There's other people also recognizing the the big um, misguidance in the industry. And I developed the first biological uh, living, a full, full spectrum CBDA hemp extract. And the difference is that our products are extremely clean um, in the parts per billion testing, which is if some people understand what that means, it's really, really big deal. Uh, We test every single bottle in the highest quality in parts per billion from every possible toxin. And within five years, we never failed one single test by FDA registered laboratories. That means the most extensive testing that was ever done in each bottle that goes on the market, it never failed and always exceeded even more than was asked for. And so quality and the most important also part of Nestle's hemp, we do produce um, living cannabinoids that are actually essential for your body to empower your mind, body, and spirit. So uh, all cannabinoids on the market that are sold are actually dead 
because they're coming in CBD form and CBD is a drug uh, patented by Food and Drug Administration. So yeah, I created the first living, most effective uh, biological and the most tested product on the market. That's what Nestle's hemp is, produces results. How does that feel to have something that is like groundbreaking that's the first of its kind? What Do you let that sink in? You know, it's a really good question because we just I just rebuilt my manufacturer in Illinois so I can save some time on, on flying all over the country because my places were all over the place. And and what happened is, you know, I looked when the health department passed inspection and I had the health department coming in and saying it was actually, by the way, a very funny story. I would like to even do the podcast on, the, on that alone. He said, I've been a health department inspector for 47 years. I've never seen someone going into such a perfect details where I can come in and facility. I can find one single thing where I'd say something is wrong with this place. There's nothing I can find. And see, he thought, I was like, how many facilities did you ever build? And I said, really not many, to be honest with you. So he looked at me. And then I realized there's a lot to celebrate and I really never celebrate myself. I never celebrate my achievements. I'm always thinking what's next or how to achieve the next goal. So that's really missing in my life because you can recognize there was a lot achieved that mainstream media can recognize and some other science and doctors and Harvard can recognize but myself, I don't give myself enough credit. And I feel like it's nothing comparing with the whole picture that I have and the mission and the goal for the entire world. So I feel like I really didn't do much. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I just wanted to ask, you know, because you said it was CPDA. Is the, is the A any re- relevance? Because obviously we hear, we hear CBD all the time. But what what, what does the A mean? A mean, means a real original power of the hemp plant. So uh, if you take a raw version of hopefully clean, nice hemp plant from the soil, and if you're going to study the chemistry, what's in that plant, there is no CBD, and also there is no THC. There's only acidic cannabinoids such as CBDA, THCA, CBGA, and all those acidic cannabinoids. So it is original version. It's the real original chemistry, raw chemistry of the plant. But the way you get the CBD out is you take this raw version, you actually extract with high temperatures, solvents, harsh chemicals, and you turn this whole thing into CBD. And now the CBD is actually patented by Food and Drug Administration. So CBD is controlled substance. It's about to become controlled substance, in my opinion. Uh, and CBDA cannot be ever controlled substance because it's a naturally occurring compound in the nature. So that's why they don't want you to know about CBDA because it's so powerful it's and it's nobody can control it except us people it belongs to to humanity so so that's the difference it's a huge difference in fact research has been shown that cbda is way more effective than cbd and our products are actually a thousand times stronger than cbd products well wow. can you become addicted then to hemp 
Is it swinging? It's impossible. impossible. It's up. Oh my God. I love this question. I love this question. So I really want to share this information right now. I mean, people come to me and say, now saw you probably selling drugs and things like that. It's like, oh my gosh, that is so natural because I'm really against drugs. I don't even drink alcohol. I don't, I treat my body as a temple. Um, and, you know, I truly believe that my body is a temple. So everything I put in, I read every possible label. So with that being said, what I have to share right now is you human being are born with this most beautiful system in your body. It's called endocannabinoid system. That system is responsible to actually regulate your central nervous system, which is so essential for all of us. That system is responsible to regulate your brain. That system is responsible to help you to reduce the inflammation. That system is responsible for you, like thousands of functionalities in your body. And this is discovery was done 40 years ago that we have a magical system in our bodies. What happens when you are born, you produce your own cannabinoids. So people say, what do you mean in us? I produce my own cannabinoids. You produce exact same thing, almost exact same thing. And it's actually occurring in a plant like, like CBDA, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. So people say, Nasa, what does that mean? That means you're producing your own cannabinoids that are actually regulating your own systems in the body, like brain, such nervous system and everything else. So when you're exposed to stress, toxins, lead, mercury, water, and everything else, what's going on in the world, you start losing your own production and you become deficient. And when you become deficient, you start having these side effects like uh, brain disorders, gut issues, inflammation, depression, and mood swings, bipolar, all kinds of stuff happening. All what you need to do instead of going to the doctor you really try to empower your own endocannabinoid system because what if it's deficient and all what you need to do empower healthy, clean cannabinoids such as hemp and see how you're going to do. And if the, you still have a symptom, then I say, then go see the doctor. But that's all what it is. You cannot be addicted because you're already producing within your own body. You're already making and you have entire manufacture in your own body of these cannabinoids that we actually sell you on the market. Mm. It seems like you're very meticulous. Obviously, the feedback you had from that that gentleman who'd spent 47 years in the industry and he said, you know, like everything that you'd organized and planned within like the manufacturing and the, and the, and the details are spot on. So how did you come across hemp? What happened like in your life that then sparked this curiosity that then made you actually want to solve a problem? I think um, what happened, I was very, very sick when I was young and I, I was just on medications for my entire life. And by age 25, I I looked like I'm a 50-year-old lady and, and I was so sick. I used to go in emergency room all the time and I looked at my life and I said, it gotta be something else. Like I can't just keep going in emergency room every two weeks and getting hooked on these drugs. So I stepped back from my from my own life picture and I said, let me analyze what I'm doing here. So I realized I always trusted only one path, which is pharmaceutical and doctors. And I said, what if I stop 
this path and try something else. And I started looking around and to do some changes in my diet and things like that. So I did improve. And within one year, I was able to reverse all my health conditions and become completely healthy and never sick again. But what happened? So that was a strong point in my life, but it wasn't enough to say, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to do what it takes. But it really planted a seed in my in my heart and my brain that there is a solutions and they are located in the nature. So everything because I was doing, it was very herbal based, natural based, frequency based. So then actually my mother got diagnosed with cancer. That was the moment when I said, I will do whatever it takes to know every single thing about cancer. And there's actually no such thing to know everything about cancer. But after spending 27,000 hours globally and working in Tijuana, Mexico clinics, actually working all over the world, working with the top genius doctors, I could ever have honored to meet them and work with them until today. After spending 27,000 hours, I was able to help my mom. Yes, no chemo, no radiation. And the most beautiful thing what happened is that my mother's cancer led me to discover what is my purpose in life. And I knew that when I'm going to help my mom, I'll share this knowledge with the rest of the world. And that's how I was able to start helping people to improve. And all these people did improve until today. All of them are actually improving and living happy, healthy lives. And with that being said, that led me to understand what is the body, how we can help the body, what's the what what the systems we operating, and of course I discovered human endocannabinoid system uh, from the other scientists that I was working with, and I learned how is essential to empower that human endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. But then you can it's just like supplements, you can empower yourself with the healthy supplement, and you can empower yourself with the something that can be even possibly dangerous. So I, and I learned this industry doesn't have zero regulations. And I learned this industry is just wild west. There's no government input at all. And I realized that I, in order to find a good quality CBD products, I really need to look deep into the industry. So I traveled the country, I backpacked, and I traveled the country and I walked into the number one marketed produced facilities as um, number one CBD brands on the market. And I said, show me, don't tell me. I want to know what's in these products. So they would give me lab results and things like that. But I said, no, I'm going to do my own lab results in a parts per billion in the laboratories that are never actually fake and give a false information on the data. And that's exactly what I did. I traveled, I picked the soil, I traveled through the farmers, manufacturers, and top producers, laboratories. Within three weeks, I discovered there's not single one product on the market was absolutely clean the way I wanted to be. And I discovered also that everybody sells this drug, it's called CBD. And I said, that's not how we meant to be. Because also when I was learning about cannabis, I had to go back thousands of years ago to understand what happened there. And I learned also that Jesus was actually using canna to heal people. And I'm thinking, do you think Jesus was really extracting with all the solvents and, and chemical extractions and, and creating this science fiction? It's like, of course not. 
So I knew that I have to do the right way. And when I discovered this whole pain that I saw in my own eyes, I thought this is cannot be truth. So I called the number one experts on the planet, which is Dr. Misholem from Israel. He's the one who discovered human endocannabinoid system 40 years ago. And he's like known as a father, uh, cannabis, godfather of cannabis. And, and it took me three months to get him on a call. It wasn't easy and never actually going to forget that day because he finally called me back after I chased his tail like for a long time. And I was just pulling in the car wash and I got my wheels got locked and I see Israel is calling me. So guess what I did? <laughs> I look, there's no one behind me. So I pull my car back. I just to do whatever it takes not to miss that call because I'm like, is this is Dr. Michelle? Please tell me this is Dr. Michelle because I just broke everything in my car. And it's like, yes, how can I help you? <laughs> so, and I told him, I said, I said, I discovered this some very sad things in this industry. And I really want to hear from you if I'm going crazy or the industry is going crazy. And and he says, You're absolutely right, young girl. But there's nothing you can do to change because everybody's doing the same thing and you're not going to go against the entire industry. And I said, what if we will go against the entire industry? And he said, I wish you best of luck. And if you ever come up with ideas how to do it, I would like to know myself. So, and that's exactly what happened. And then another doctor was actually from Harvard. And that time I can't mention the name because he was still under contract working with number one CBD company in States and actually creating the science. And that was actually the same company investigated myself. And I found a bunch of lead and mercury and all kinds of things in their products that actually marketed also for children and sold for kids because of the child's story. And I said, are you aware, doctor, that what's going on in this industry? And he said the same thing. I, I feel very sad. That's why I'm leaving. He said, I can't be in this industry. So it took me two years to really develop Nessus because I had to become a biological soil, which is not easy in the United States because all the microbes are manipulated by chemtrails. So I had to create a biological soil, high frequency in the soil, and then biological plants, original genetics and also extraction process that keeps every single compound from the living plant to the finished bottle. Wow. I, I love, I love stories. Like I really love that story. Um, if you've been in the car wash, it's interesting because whenever I prepare for a guest and I, I, I think of some questions, I'm always interested by backstory. I'm inter interested by motivation. I'm interested by, human behavior even even you just sharing there like you kind of answered uh some of my questions but I'll, I'll i'll ask them anyway at some point but one of the things i wanted to check on and you kind of alluded to it kind of gave me a clue here and i wondered whether there was more to it you obviously have had the help and support of lots of people and you've said you you know you've been in the year of the best doctors you've been in fantastic laboratories and thing how easy is it to actually get in the ear of the right of the right person you said that you basically chased this uh israeli uh scientist that you really you know uh respected like how easy is that it it is a really good question because I probably sounded it's easy mm. but I truly had to go on blood and tears 
to get these people on the call and in front or in front of me. For example, Israeli doctor, it really didn't answer the didn't answer the phone call. Then I, I you had to even hire some people <laughs> to figure out his personal cell number. Uh, because I'm like, I'm not going to give up. And I even sent an email. I said, if he's not going to respond to me, I will show up physically in Israel to talk to him because I need to know the truth. I need to know what's going on. If I'm going crazy or everybody's going crazy because I don't believe everybody can go crazy. So must be, I was thinking I am the problem that I see things differently. So, and I really need to be confirmed by, you know, the top experts. So, so it wasn't easy. It took me three months and I truly got his phone call when I, my wheels got locked in this automatic car wash. And I'm like, I have two options, miss his fall, phone call and then fly to chase him in Israel again somewhere, somehow, or to, you know, <laughs> reverse and go out from this car wash because there was no one behind me and, you know, destroy my wheels, which is I did. I changed the wheels later. It cost me thousand $1,300. But with that being said, it wasn't easy. When I got him on the call, I was so blessed. I was so grateful. I, I couldn't even believe I'm talking to him because he even asked me, he's like, what research department are you calling from? Is this is Harvard or this is Stanford? It's like none of those. <laughs> This is my own discovery that I just traveled the country to know the truth. And I spent so much money to understand the truth. And I really can't figure out if I'm going crazy. And, and you know, it was very, I think he was also very uh, surprised how deep and passionate I am about this industry and recognizing what's going on. And the other doctor when the first one wished me best of luck and says, I'll keep the eye on you. The other doctor from Harvard, it was the same story. Like I actually called him and he even hung up on me. He didn't even talk to me. He asked me what university I'm calling from. I told him none of universities. And I just, I'm talking about some discoveries. Like I wish you best of luck. I don't want to even talk to you. Like he literally hung up on me. So I looked at his schedule. He was doing one of the actual panels, speaking panels of a bunch of scientists in California. So I had no options. I had to fly and sit in the room, watch his entire panel argue. And he was arguing and had very clear, uh, you know, vision for the cannabis industry and the science behind. And I was sitting in the room quietly with probably a couple hundred people and I'm listening what he's saying and I'm thinking, can't wait this whole thing to finish. And when he finished the actual the panel, he had another 50 people he had to talk to because people want to ask his opinion, talk to him afterwards, take pictures and to do all that stuff. So I had to patiently sit and stand next to him this entire time until everybody will be gone and nobody has any interest in him. And then I tapped his shoulder when he turned around and started walking towards his hotel room or whatever he was going. And, and he said, do you remember me? He's like, no, I don't. You don't look familiar to me. <laughs> I said, you hang up on me a couple of weeks ago, like three, four weeks ago on the phone call we had. Oh, I do. <laughs> so, so he's like, you're very persistent. It's like, of course. And I said, because I need to know the truth. And I need to know if, if you can help me, if you can confirm me and if you can help me somehow. And I said, if you're going to decide to run away because you already hung up on me a couple of weeks ago, I said, I'm just going to chase you down. You know, so that's why I'm standing here with flats, not heels. 
So I said, I'm ready to run. I'm ready to follow you to do whatever it takes. But I need to talk to you because you're number one expert in States. So I really need to talk to you. And we we had a nice four hour conversation. Wow. And yeah, it, it was deep. And he was totally on my page with me. And he he wished me best of luck. He, he said, I, I see how passionate you are and how you want to bring the justice and the truth for people to heal in a healthy way and and he was just um wishing me best of love but the good news is uh the dr lee from harvard and he's the one who wrote our white papers explaining why nasa's is best and a doctor from israel his assistant prior covid actually requested my products because they said they don't trust any product during covid to you so i was shipping to Israel and my products uh, to the family and their kids and wives and, you know, make sure they are using safe products. So, yeah. And the other amazing thing happened when COVID came out and right before vaccines was uh, a breaking news. And probably everybody remember until today that they say that CBDA was actually working maybe even better than actual vaccines, but it was proven by Oregon University on the research that actually helps to prevent spike proteins to enter your body. So CBDA and CBGA, that was not single one company producing CBDA and CBGA, except NASA's hemp. And guess what happened? Every news channel, NBC affiliates, ABC, every news channel was literally like, trying to contact my PR team and saying we need to talk to her and they were like fighting for 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 spot to get in my day I had to do like nine interviews in one day a high times it was like all over the place and the funny part is the Dr. Mashulam was interviewed the same day with me on the CBDA it's like, what is the CBDA thing? We don't even know about it because everybody talks about CBD. I said, oh, well, I've been on it for like good three, four years now. And like, I'm sorry, guys, you missed you missed something here that I saw it long time ago. So it was a beautiful thing to get interviewed with Dr. Michelle and published on the same article. Yeah. I was just thinking like it's, it's definitely in your favor that you are uh, a sweet, intelligent woman because some of your behavior if it was a man that it would be like arrested for like being stalked being a stalker and having like this harassment thing and yet here you are turning up flying across like I just thought that was quite funny that definitely plays to your favor there uh Inessa <laughs> very much so I didn't know I can take advantage of that actually in an early age uh, in the last couple of years I realized that I can take advantage of this actually but it took me a little while it took me 30 35 years to learn this but now I I know so thank you for recognizing yeah I was even speaking to my partner like last week that I would love almost love to create like an an AI version like a female version of me because I feel like like as a man kind of know what kind of gets my interest and and how the world works and how I'd love to just be a female version of me and see whether I'd be more successful more influential you know as, as a woman yeah, that's actually interesting. But what I really learned, because I, I didn't, people say, Nelson, you're special or you're charismatic or like, 
but I really look at myself and I'm like, I'm really not even trying to be, I'm always being myself, like a hundred percent. If you close my doors in my house, I'm exact same person as I'm on the street. I can be very blunt sometimes because I can't tolerate, you know, like all people, you know, when people trying to take advantage or some bad stuff that's going on in the world, I just have no tolerance for that anymore, but I am genuinely care about people and where the world is going to be in three, five, 10 years from now. And that's the only one mission that I truly have because I've been suffering my entire life. My whole family was suffering. And I, I promised myself because I was going through very harsh times. I was in abusive relationship. I, I, I had, I was homeless to some point. I had no one to help me. No one. I used to work 22 hours a day and I never drank coffee because I, tr- I thought I need to treat my body as a temple. So coffee is very acidic. So I would truly use the ice cubes. When I drive my car, I used to put my face in these ice cubes to keep myself awake as I'm working those 20, 22 hours a day. Because I was just trying to make it happen in my life. And what thing that always passed me through situations is being honest and speaking from my heart. And that's always worked in my favor. And that's exactly what it is, I think. It's just being, if you don't like something, you tell you tell someone you don't like. You don't tell them if something, what you don't mean. And then also you always speak your heart and you do things from your heart. So I think that's the only one secret sauce for me and it's really not a secret because it's so natural because I can't even be different way you know I do some mainstream media and sometimes I need to have a short script or like answer the questions and be prepared those interviews if you're gonna look at them none of them sound natural none of them because because I have to fake something and it's not even a fake information but just sit there remind myself about the script the things or talking points no I just like open my heart give it to the world and then share as much as I can and multiply as much as I can mm. I like that one thing that I thought about for you I'm sure that you may have used it as a PR angle but if not but how funny would a title be about the like the benefits of reversing out of a car wash because I definitely think that that's just kind of a really interesting way to be able to share your own story uh, but in a way that's kind of has some comedy with it because I always find that that's the best sort of content isn't it to create uh, a real relatable connection with other people I think it could be. We never even tried this way, but actually, this is a really good idea. I'll be I'll be discussing this on my uh, on my uh, team calls for sure. It's really because you're right. Not many people would probably do that and willing to do that. I didn't even think twice. It was like first, is there anyone behind me? Because I don't want to hurt anybody. And other option I had just go forward, but just what if these machines gonna somehow they're gonna lock me or something and then water is gonna start splashing then I have to run and open the doors in between the water so I, I look there's no one behind the worst is gonna happen I'm gonna destroy my wheels it's gonna cost me thousand and change you know and and I didn't care I just it would that question and the answer and phone call was so critically important for me in the world because I was very heavily still, I'm still working heavily with clients and people that are very ill. So it wasn't just my curiosity. It was really, how are we going to help the world? And where is the truth? And what are we doing here? 
one quick question and one final question, and we'll bring this into land. Um, Nessa hemp is that from your the Nessa part? Is that from your name Inessa? Is that where that comes from? Yes, it's really you're probably one of the first people that noticed that. So thank you. It it, it was intention cut off the Inessa, which is from I N E S A to Nessas. I was thinking I'm going to make it easy for the world to understand, but people would put two S's and they put NASA S's and, you know, and actually it was, it's, I see it's complicated, but the reason I did that, because this is my, I have a uh, four companies right now, and this is one of my companies. And I was planning and, you know, and eventually to have all my companies under NASA's you know, consulting services or Nessa's holistic healing, Nessa's transformation, Nessa's hemp and other products or healing center. But because it's my intention for the world, but I see how people have a hard time with my name. And I'm like, I think it's a great, not a good idea. I need to <laughs> change that. So I'm not going to change Nessa's hemp anymore, but I'm not going to continue with initial idea to all the companies call under Nessa's, under Nessa's. I find your first names very easy to say, but your surname Pono Mario Vita is yeah much much more difficult than Inessa. But anyway, yeah. that, that's funny. Last question I have for you, Inessa, and then uh, I'd love for you to tell us how people can find out more about you and your business, and maybe one uh, final thought that you may have. Uh, but my last question is: Why are you a, a big believer in questioning everything? Obviously, I, I saw that through. You know, even some of the stories you you told us. But what? Why are you a big believer in that? I am a really big believer because, for example, when I discovered everything about cancer, or like enough to have a success rate that no one can beat in the world at this point today. Um, what I noticed the the biggest thing that really cancer taught me a lot: the cancer industry, politics behind cancer, and financials, and everything else. I learned that if you've been taught certain way and if you're a closed-minded person, you're going to see only this one route in front of you. And there's multiple directions to get to destination. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I'm not satisfied to know one destination. So because there's multiple of them, multiple approaches. So on cancer industry, what I learned, I learned that most people would know only one path, only one way, and they would just follow this path and that's it. And I, I, I knew that wasn't the right way of doing things because the human body itself is so complicated. And there's like thousands of functionalities happening in a second. And just follow one path and say it's going to work for all thousands of functionalities in a second. It's not true. So I think cancer industry really taught me a lot because for example, learning cancer, learn that also you need to understand technology, you need to understand frequencies, you need to understand emotional triggers, where's emotional trauma happen? Because you can't heal the physical without emotional, you can't heal emotional without the physical. So, and do you think doctors know? So I think with that being said, that opened me up that I really need to question absolutely everything. So that was like the final point. But prior to that, I was actually... I was really hurting in life. I, I I seen so much pain, but instead being a victim and saying, I'm just going to be a victim. I said, no, I'm going to become one day very strong and powerful woman. So I'll come to these situations and I'll bring justice. Mm -hmm. And so medical industry is one of those. Mm -hmm.
and you've done that, which is incredible. I'm sure there's people that are proud of Wait until what's coming. Yeah, I'm preparing probably the most newsworthy world's case right now. I'm hands-on. And give us six months and you will see something that I don't even know how the world's going to react to it. But that's going to be very interesting. It's going to is gonna deny every possible fact that was actually put on the table in the science fiction against the disease specifically I'm working on right now. So it's oh. gonna be the first and one of the kind, and it's coming soon. I'm super excited. We'll have to do a part two, <laughs> won't we? I guess so. <laughs> Inessa, it's been so it's been so like ref- refreshing because. For me, you it's just so fascinating. I, there's a number of things that I really take away from like this interview. One is just the fact that you were motivated by a personal experience that affected you with, with your with your mum's cancer and then also some of your own challenges around your health. So I see that very clearly. And then your tenacity, your resource, your ability to to be persistent, to ask the the right questions, to challenge the status quo. Um, again, that's another fascinating kind of uh, characteristic of yours that's coming through. But you're so like genuine, but also really like you're like a puppy. <laughs> you, your energy is like a puppy. You're very playful. And yet you're doing something that's so serious. Like, how does that work? I think you are so on the point because I didn't know about this about myself. And I tell people all the time, it's like, and that's where this whole thing coming from. And it's really coming, I promise you, from this pure, pure intention. I tell people all the time, you can look at my life inside out and you can try to check on me at home at nighttime, whatever you want to do my heart is always going to be the same. There's no money in the world can purchase my integrity. There's no, no, no B's and Z's and T's can purchase my integrity. How deeply I desire for the world to be in a better place. And there's another thing is I'm not afraid to die. I'm just not. So I'm like, I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go deep. That's it. I'm going to make the change. And I'm making the change. As I said, there's like so much happening. But the reason you feel this energy is because it's never been manipulated mm-hmm. and by any darkness. It's just been always open heart for the people. And I care about people. People don't have money to work with me. I work for free as long as they're willing to do. Some people don't have money to pay for their services or products. I pay for them. As long as they don't use my time and they're willing to do what it takes, because I really don't have much time. I mean, I don't have time at all, but it's just coming from my heart. That's the only one thing I have to say. I know every time I want, I feel like we need to bring this into land. Another question comes, so I'll ask one more, and then you can let people know where they can find out about you. You just said that you are not afraid to die. Like, why? Why? Why are you not afraid? The mission that I chose or the mission that chose me and the God clearly and loudly told me what I need to do, it's way bigger than the death. Mm-hmm. It's it's way bigger than the death. So it's absolutely, I tell people all the time because I understand I'm in very risky situation. There's like some people don't like me because, you know, 
helping to people overcome cancer you can you know it's a lot of loss for some industries out there so but you know it's worth it we save so many lives it's so worth it it's so it's my drug you can't stop me from this it's impossible and you can't even also give me a life I've been tested, by the way, I've been really tested with a very large amount of dollars. When I say a lot, I'm talking about the lots of zeros. I've been tested and I walked away. My heart not even had a single thought. Should they stop? Should they Should I think about this opportunity that was just given to me, sell, sell my soul? And I, and I said, no, this is not even a question. As I said, it's so, oh, I just can't wait to see all of us hugging, being healthy, being fulfilled, being powerful with your own mind, spirit, understanding who you are, what's your purpose in life, and not being manipulated and controlled by anybody. I want everybody to experience what I live. I literally live this life every single day, and I want everybody, everybody to have the same life. There's no fear. There's no fear. Every disease can be cured. It's like wait until it's going to happen in six months. As I said, I'm preparing such a strong case and with so much evidence where not single one person in the world is going to be able to come to me and say, oh, this is something not right. No, it's going to be impossible. So I just want people to do better. And I'm not afraid to die. Wow. Okay, so the girl who's not afraid to die, how do we find out more about this uh, so-called girl? <laughs> Uh, I think going on nasasham.com or Genesis 369, it's it's the, the the best way to finding me at the moment. Uh, we have a great customer service. Um, anybody who works actually in my company uh, or all my companies are, are selected based on intention for the world, not on their skills. We can teach skills, but we can choose the heart. You have to care about people the way I do and have this unconditional love for, for the humanity. So yeah, Nestle's Ham, great customer service, N-E-S-A-S, Nestle'sHam.com or ReGenesis369.com. It's also other way to reach out to me pretty quickly. Beautiful. It's been really amazing, this uh, interview <laughs> with you, Inessa. And I'm excited for you and love your energy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here today. Thank you for joining this episode with me, Max Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.